chicken strips? Is it the juicy 100% all-white meat? Or because you can spice them up or cool them down? Or because a little birdie told me you wanted them back really bad? Get my spicy chicken strips combo for only $5.99. Now at 11, two raging wildfires. Families watching and waiting for word on whether to stay or go. Now it's on this side, and you can see the flames coming down. Fire burning through rough terrain and close to homes. I can see some pretty good clouds of smoke coming out of the canyon. And creating the worst air quality in three decades. These conditions are not, not for children to be outside or... And I'm Chuck Henry. Well, the fires have darkened the skies with a layer of smoke that casts an orange-yellow across almost anything. The air quality is lousy, and it's getting worse tomorrow. News Chopper 4 Alpha is flying over the Bobcat fire right now, just one of the fires creating really this halo of smoke and ash over Southern California. We're going to toss it up to Ileana Moreno right now, who has the very best view of the threat this fire presents. Ileana. And from this view, Colleen, you can understand why residents in the area are so worried. We've received a number of calls to the NBC4 newsroom from people who live along the San Gabriel foothills who are understandably worried about what they can see out their window from their homes. Now, let me tell you that this fire is visible for miles, but despite how close it appears to be to some of these homes, it is actually still quite a ways away. At this point, no homes have been lost. In fact, no homes have been damaged, and no one has even been injured in this fire, but I can tell you that almost 24,000 acres have been scorched as a result of the Bobcat fire that started on Sunday afternoon. Now five days into it, we do have some containment numbers to share with you. We have a 6% containment number. That's along the eastern edge of the fire, but the firefight is not over on this one. 530 firefighters on scene, as well as two aircraft from the LA County Fire Department that are still making water drops on this fire. That's the latest from over Monrovia, New Shopper 4 Alpha. Back to you in the studio. Thanks, Eliana. Well, the fire can easily be seen in neighborhoods from Pasadena to Pomona and on the ground in Monrovia tonight where the fire is lighting up the hillside behind him is NBC4's Jonathan Gonzalez. We're here at Recreation Park in Monrovia where a lot of people are coming out to get a good vantage point of the Bobcat Fire, which continues to burn the hillside here above Monrovia. The light winds tonight, though, really helping firefighters. It's burning mostly in wilderness, but the fire is definitely creeping farther downhill tonight than we've seen before. Thousands of people from Pasadena to Arcadia still just under evacuation warnings. No evacuation orders have been issued yet. The other story, of course, today, all that smoke pouring into Southern California, in part because of this fire, leading to some of the worst air quality we've seen in decades, making it hard for a lot of us 
just to breathe when we're outside, remember that a lot of the cloth masks that we've been wearing day to day won't help you with the smoke. You have to find an N95 mask like the one I'm wearing now, or better yet, if you can, stay indoors as long as possible. Reporting in Monrovia, I'm Jonathan Gonzalez. We'll send it back to you. Well, we do have some good news for people who live near the El Dorado fire. This is the one burning in the Yucaipa area. All the evacuation orders in Riverside County have been lifted tonight. The fire burning in the San Bernardino Mountains has scorched more than 13,500 acres so far since Saturday. Four homes destroyed in this fire. More than 1,200 firefighters are now battling this fire. It stands at 31% contained. Back to the smoke now. From all these fires, it's sort of like, well, somebody tossed a giant blanket over Southern California, giving the L.A. Basin some of the worst air quality in more than 25 years. Concerns over that bad air have prompted the temporary closure of some L.A. County park facilities. And as NBC4's Beverly White now reports, conditions are bad and it can get worse. Pasadena's Eaton Canyon Park was just ordered closed through the weekend due to ash and smoke in L.A. County. Unhealthy air also knocked half a dozen local COVID-19 testing sites offline. Doctors confirm certain people cannot tolerate smoke. Patients with asthma, patients with COPD, or any other lung condition, uh, they can, they're certainly going to be affected by this adversely. Foothills around the Rose Bowl obscured by haze, yet athletes somehow carry on. Talking about the smoke, I haven't felt it much, personally. I went hiking last night with a friend, and it was fine. Noticeably fewer people on the bike trail tonight. This family finds conditions not conducive for their asthmatic child. We even considered going back for my son because we forgot his inhaler. We didn't really think we were going to need it today, but now that I'm out here, I'm thinking, you know, maybe one lap and then we'll call it a night. I could smell it. Like, it's, I've smelt it throughout the whole day, and it's very strong. And if today's smoky conditions weren't bad enough, South Coast Air Quality Management District predicts breathing will be even more unhealthy tomorrow all across the San Gabriel Valley. Even in Lake Hollywood, smoky air taking a toll on outdoor workout routines. It's not conducive to uh, exercising, but, you know, just a little walk. Um, you know, I mean, I see people trying to run. I think that's a little ridiculous. It's definitely a concern. It's definitely visible. You can kind of see it. It's really gloomy out today. People stretching their legs, hoping not to take in too much smoke. Getting cabin fever from COVID. <laughs> so we're just trying our best to stay active and just away from people. Being home all day and, you know, the whole COVID thing. We just want to get out, get my dog out for a walk. In Pasadena, Beverly White, NBC4 News. You know, it's hard to imagine the air quality will get worse tomorrow, but as you just heard in Beverly's report, more than likely it will. Meteorologist Anthony Giannis explains why and how that could actually help firefighters. Anthony. Yeah, because it's all about the winds, Colleen. So what we're seeing is this northerly push. It's moving all of the smoke into Southern California. It is important to make a distinction, though, that a lot of the Northern California smoke is 15,000 feet out. But what's really creating the dangerous and poor air quality is from the Bobcat and El Dorado fires, which are just hugging the ground here in Southern California. And that's why the smoke advisory has been extended uh, all the way through tomorrow and possibly Saturday for all of Southern California because not only do we have those upper level winds moving from north to south, we have onshore winds, we have inversion. I'll break that all down for you why I think tomorrow will be worse coming up in your full forecast. Anthony, thank you for that. Now, he took an oath to serve the public, but now an Orange County deputy is accused of stealing from those he vowed to serve. 
Investigators say the video you're looking at right here shows him burglarizing the home of a man who recently died. NBC4's Hetty Chang has more on what the sheriff is calling intolerable actions by one of his own. The Orange County Sheriff's Department is releasing this video it says to be transparent about the actions of one of its own. The department says this is Deputy Steve Hortz on duty, scoping out the Yorba Linda home of a deceased man. Then later returning in plain clothes at least two other times. A backyard security camera shows who the department identifies as Hortz, carting out a weapon safe, boxes, and one night ceiling fans. I cannot tell you how disappointed I am in the actions of uh, Mr. Hortz. Orange County Sheriff Don Barnes calling the actions of the 12-year veteran of the force inexcusable. And I will tell you this, I will do everything uh, we can to make sure he does not return to a uniform in this organization or anywhere else for that matter. Sheriff Barnes says Hortz first responded to the home on Via Angelina back in July regarding the death of the homeowner, a man in his 70s. He says Hortz returned to the home seven days later and may have propped the door open so he could return. I see the back door is open. This neighbor says he helped the girlfriend of the deceased man when she noticed the home was burglarized. I told the police always uh, the person we trust. And that's my comment. Sheriff Barnes says the department learned of the security video yesterday when the homeowner's family attorney contacted them. I also want to apologize to the family of uh, the deceased. It's not an, it's enough to have lost a loved one and then to be victimized by somebody presumably with the responsibility of protecting them. The Sheriff's Department tells us that Hortz was arrested early this morning and that he's on paid administrative leave. The Sheriff says the department will be looking into each one of the deputies' previous patrol calls to see if anyone else was victimized. In your Belinda tonight, Hetty Chang, NBC4 News. Turning now to the coronavirus, new research is pointing to when COVID-19 started making people sick. And it may have been well before the country started shutting down last March. Rossing tonight has the details from the newsroom. Robert. Chuck, think about this. The outbreak in Wuhan, China was reported to the World Health Organization before the first cases were reported here in the United States were people in L.A. County contracting COVID-19. As researchers trace the virus's past, this is its present. Today, L.A. County surpassing 250,000 cases. Now, as for the future, timetables have been revealed to help parents and students prepare. Learning from home longer. No campus in L.A. County will be allowed to fully reopen until at least November, according to public health. We're still waiting for a response from LAUSD. In Long Beach, campuses will stay closed through January. One of the hardest things about navigating through this pandemic is that we cannot see its end. The never-ending feeling is hard on all of us. As for higher education, Cal State becomes the first university system in the country to announce it's staying with remote learning the entire academic year. Parks are opening again in West Hollywood. You can reserve a space or just drop by. Union Station in downtown Los Angeles is the site of this free COVID test kiosk that opened today. We have found a lot of people don't have access to a car, so here at Union Station, you can walk up.
and COVID may have arrived at the end of last year. That's when UCLA researchers detected a 50% spike of a certain symptom. If someone said that they were there for evaluation of a cough, we pulled those records. We searched more than 10 million records. A virus that started to spread in Southern California the week of December 22nd, three days before Christmas. After visiting a couple hundred businesses, L.A. County Public Health inspectors say many hotels and gyms need to make sure patrons are wearing face coverings while restaurants need to work on physical distancing. And come this weekend, a church in Sun Valley cannot hold indoor services following a judge's order. However, outdoor services are permitted with face masks and physical distancing. Up in our newsroom, I'm Robert Kovacic. Colleen. Robert, thank you for that. Dangerous flash of light that can change your life in an instant. The new criminal weapon of choice that left an LAPD officer partially blind. And what's that smell? It's not smoke from the fires, it's something else. And it scared people enough to call for help across two counties. Tonight, Jimmy has Miley Cyrus performing new music. Plus, Russell Wilson, yeah! The Roots are freestyling with the NFL, and guess what's back? There's option one, and then there's option two, option one, option two. Grand Coupe for $3.59 a month. I don't need a 9-to-5 job. I have that. I needed extra income. Rideshare allows me to do that. I can drive a few hours, make some extra money, and I can get to the month. As a single dad, I need the flexibility to be an independent contractor. App-based driving works for me and my family. That's why I'm supporting Prop 22. Prop 22 protects my ability to be an independent contractor and work whenever I want to. And 22 provides critical benefits to all drivers. Vote yes on 22. NBC4's teams on the fire lines, tracking homes threatened and road closures. Our first alert radar network monitoring wind changes and air quality. Stay with us. We'll keep you safe. NBC for you. It wasn't a laser, but a gun pointed at his eyes that partially blinded an LAPD officer. Well, lasers come in all sizes, and they're now being used as a, as a new type of assault weapon at anti-police protests around the country. 
Tonight, our investigative reporter, Eric Leonard, spoke with that officer who worries that his career is now over. Eric. Well, Chuck, the officer you're about to meet has chosen to work in downtown L.A. in an assignment that puts him in daily contact with L.A.'s most intractable problem, homelessness. He says never did he think he'd be attacked at random while trying to resolve a neighborhood dispute. I, I consider myself a pretty strong person, but... I mean, these migraines have been bringing me to tears. LAPD officer Kyle Rice says he's lost vision in his right eye, and with it, his sense of balance, his ability to drive, take care of himself, or read easily. I just have to lay down all the time, and then I got to figure out, you know, it's like I can't stop being a dad to my two girls or a husband to my wife. He's the first LAPD officer known to have been attacked with a laser deliberately aimed down at him from a balcony at this apartment building on San Pedro Street in July. It happened as Rice arrived to try to resolve an ongoing complaint about someone sleeping in the doorway of a business. The person with the laser wasn't connected with the complaint at all. I just felt my, uh, my right eye was on fire. He was treated at the ER. He's seen eye specialists and neurologists and doesn't know yet if the damage to his vision is permanent. It just depends on where the damage is done. USC Keck Medicine neuro-ophthalmologist Dr. Kimberly Gokowski says laser injuries can be severe, but it depends on the power of the laser, the angle it hits, and the length of the exposure. Lasers staring at the sun, very dangerous for the eyes and unfortunately causes permanent damage. Laser attacks have become a new hazard for police on the ground after being a known hazard for helicopter and airplane pilots. In Portland, some people in crowds at recent demonstrations aimed beams into officers' faces. Federal prosecutors there have charged one man with deliberately trying to harm police with a laser. Last week, LAPD Chief Michael Moore issued this order that says if a laser is seen, officers should try to adjust their vision away from the laser and resist using force. I love our department. I love our city. Rice says he dedicated his life to assisting others. He volunteers off-duty in a ministry group to help the homeless and now doesn't know if he'll be able to return to work. I just hope that maybe we can drop this and really see that, you know, instead of hurting each other, maybe we should just start talking to each other a little bit more. The man suspected of aiming the laser at Officer Rice was arrested, but nearly two months later, the L.A. County District Attorney's Office says it doesn't have evidence in the case and no charges have been filed. Chief Moore's memo also says the department will be providing officers with some kind of protective glasses or goggles in the coming days. Reporting live, I'm investigative reporter Eric Leonard, NBC4 News. Back to you. Wow. Interesting story. We've heard pilots, as you yeah. mentioned, complain about it for years, didn't realize they were using it on the ground. Eric, thank you. Tonight, deputies were on guard at the South L.A. Sheriff's Station after four nights of protest over the deputy killing of Dijon Kizzy in Westmont. This comes just hours after L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva raised some concerns about outside protesters coming into the community. Protesters have questioned the tactics used by the deputies, which have included flashbangs and rubber bullets. Today, Sheriff Villanueva blamed the unrest on people he calls agitators from outside the area. One resident of Westmont who spoke with us today is hoping to heal the community. We don't want this to keep us against them. It's Westmont people coming together, standing up and seeing what we want for Westmont. As far as the investigation goes, the sheriff says they've interviewed the trainee deputy involved 
and they hope to interview the training officer sometime this week. The department could release more information after that second interview. We're tracking a developing story in San Bernardino. That's where a car-to-car -car shooting on the 210 freeway has now sent one man to the hospital. Deputies tell us that the victim was in that silver sedan on the eastbound 210 freeway near Del Rosa Avenue. The motive is still unclear, and we're still working to get an update on the driver's condition. Traffic, though, is once again moving after it was shut down for hours. Police are still looking for that shooter. Taking a live look outside right now from our camera high atop the battleship Iowa at the Port of Los Angeles. How's it shaping up for tomorrow? Meteorologist Anthony Giannis is tracking all the conditions out there. Anthony? Colleen, I think it's going to look a lot like today and in some spots a little worse. This was a shot that was taken this afternoon in Anaheim, and you can see those orange skies that we saw a couple of days ago in San Francisco. That came here today, and so what we have is this blanket of smoke from the fires in Northern California, of course, close to us also. We have onshore winds that are keeping the smoke here, and an inversion in the atmosphere that's trapping all that smoke and it's keeping it close to the ground. Let me explain what's happening with our weather. First of all, we've got this onshore light breeze. Jonathan mentioned this. This is actually good for firefighters because it increases the humidity and it's really light. The problem, though, for the air quality is it moves the smoke back inland. It doesn't let it escape and so it hits the mountains and it gets blocked and so it just basically hangs right over us with these light winds. The other problem that we have, and this developed uh, a little earlier this afternoon, we have what's called an inversion in the atmosphere. And simply put, that's where you have this warm air, but right above that warm air, you have this layer of hot air. And so you have this inversion or a lid or a cap on the atmosphere. So what happens is all the smoke gets trapped under the inversion. It can't escape. And here's a good example of what this looked like today in downtown. Do you see, I'll get out of the way for you here, this brown line. It's a little different color than what you have above that. That's the inversion. And so what's happening is all that smoke is trapped close to the ground. That's where we are. That's what we're breathing in. And it's extremely dangerous. And you can really smell it today. And then above that is above the inversion. And so your forecast, what we're going to see is a lot of this low-level smoke is coming from the Bobcat fire. So as we move toward tomorrow morning, notice you get this darker, lower-level smoke here in LA and so that's where the worst of it's going to be and then you get this flare up in the afternoon into the San Gabriel Valley and that moves into uh, downtown LA the LA basin all of us have it but this is where it's going to be worse tomorrow and of course with all that smoke it's blocking out the sun so your temperatures are mostly going to be in the 80s the only 90s I have tomorrow are in the Inland Empire. So your extended seven-day forecast. I've got the smoke sticking around for two more days. I don't see a bigger weather pattern change until we get to Sunday, and that's when things should clear up a little bit and also start to heat up. In the valleys and Inland Empire, you've got upper 80s to lower 90s, but then you see a little hotter or warmer temperature as we head toward the beginning of next week. Here's your high desert and also your low desert forecast. And what we're going to see for the mountains is temperatures in the mid-70s slowly starting to warm as our weather pattern changes for Sunday and into Monday. That's your weather forecast. Here's Fred now with sports. Anthony, an injury concern tonight for a Dodger starter. And LeBron and the Lakers looked to downsize and beat the Rockets at their own game. It's coming up on the NBC4 Sports Desk.
advantage of loopholes so they can avoid taxes. Prop 15 makes wealthy, large corporations pay their fair share while small businesses get a tax break. Prop 15 would raise billions of dollars that our communities and schools need. I know what it means to be an accountant, and I know what it means to be a mom. We should be able to use that money for my children, for your children, for our children. There's the guy who said his trading was in perfect condition. Well, what do you think? Well, let's see here. It looks pretty nice on the outside. It's got a teeny tiny scratch right there, and... Whoa. Game changer. You didn't tell me that you had WeatherTech floor liners? Of course. I also have the cargo liner and seat protector. I mean, the carpet looks brand new. So what do you think of my trade-in now? It just went up. Way up. Thought so. Protect your investment. Order your American-made products at WeatherTech.com. In just a few months, we've learned a lot more about the COVID-19 virus. It's real and it's dangerous. So on behalf of all of us working on the front lines, please take it seriously. And while we don't yet have a cure or a vaccine, we do know how to keep you and your loved ones safe. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Stay six feet apart. Do your best to stay out of crowded spaces. And get a flu shot. It's even more important this year. We, we can, can do, do this if we do it together. We've been working hard to make learning fun again. And making sure our students can succeed. We're with you every step of the way. I know it's a challenging time. No one wants to be back in the classroom more than teachers. We have missed you so much. But we all have to be safe. Because we're all in this together. Making our school buildings safer. Working together, we can make it a great year. Because the California Teachers Association knows quality public schools make a better California for all of us. You know what this Carl's Jr. did? <laughs> hey! Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Tonight Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Jimmy Fallon, and this is The Roots right there. Uh, Let's get to the news and jokes. Well, guys, this is exciting tonight. The 2020 NFL season kicked off. Detroit football is back. Finally, an excuse to drink booze and watch hours of TV. <laughs> That's right. It's football season, and uh, I'll be honest. When I saw two guys tackle each other and make physical contact, I got a little choked up. It's been so long. That's right. After the first tackle, the running back didn't get up. He was just like, it feels so good to be held. <laughs> Tonight we got to see Kansas City star quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Not only is Mahomes the reigning Super Bowl MVP, he also is the last person to yell, I'm going to Disney World without a hint of fear. <laughs> That's right, it's a good time to be Patrick Mahomes. This summer he signed a 10-year, $503 million contract. When the team owner congratulated him, Mahomes was like, actually, I'm the owner now. <laughs> $503 million. Patrick Mahomes is so rich, he actually bought Mulan on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Houston's quarterback, Deshaun Watson, just signed his own new contract for four years and $160 million. When he heard that, Mahomes was like, excuse me. <laughs> to keep everyone safe, the Chiefs had just 16,000 fans at tonight's game instead of their usual 76,000. It wasn't hard to narrow it down. They just advertised it as a Bengals game. And get this, now all the coaches have to wear masks on the sidelines. You see that? 
season just won't be the same without seeing Bill Belichick's shimmering smile. I'm just, I just, <laughs> of course, another big story this offseason was that Tom Brady joined the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is Brady's 21st season. 21, yeah. He's outlasted Peyton Manning, Tony Romo, and keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Tom Brady went from New England to Florida before his fans pregame with Boston Lager. Now they do it with bath salts. And this is fun. Rob Gronkowski came out of retirement to play with Brady in Tampa Bay. It wasn't a tough decision. Once every senior frogs on earth shut down, Gronk had nowhere else to go. <laughs> well, guys, everyone is still talking about Bob Woodward's tapes of his conversations with President Trump. Yesterday, Trump was asked about downplaying the virus, and here's what he had to say. Well, I think if you said in order to reduce panic, perhaps that's so. The fact is I'm a cheerleader for this country. I love our country. And I don't want people to be frightened. I don't want to create panic, as you say. Yeah, Trump is a cheerleader for our country. Then he proved it by leading a fun call and response with the press. He was like, what do we need? The press was like, a plan. Like, when do we need it? Six months ago. <laughs> yeah, he's a cheerleader for our country. Uh, check out his pom-poms. Look just like the bear. <laughs> Last night, Trump complained about the fallout on Twitter and described it as the political hit job by rapidly fading Bob Woodward and his boring book. Trump was like, total hit job. I spoke to a reporter 18 times, and he recorded it and wrote down my exact words. Fake. <laughs> Let's get uh, to some business news here. I saw that Home Depot just made an interesting announcement. Listen to this. So Home Depot says they're officially canceling that traditional run to the store, Black Friday. They'll be offering discounts, though, through November and December at stores and online. Hang on. Were, were people really going to Home Depot on Black Friday? <laughs> people were setting their alarm at 2 a.m. and lining up outside for plywood? <laughs> That's all my kid wants. That's all he wants. Meanwhile, TJ Maxx will continue their tradition of every day being like Black Friday. TJ, give me that sweatshirt. Give me that one. I'm throw it over here. Uh, guys, as CBD continues to become more and more popular, an unlikely celebrity has launched her own line. Watch this. Hi, everyone. I'm Martha Stewart, and I have some very exciting news. I am launching a new line of CBD products. That's right, Martha Stewart is launching her own CBD line. Even crazier Snoop Dogg is launching his own line of tablecloths and pie tins. <laughs> uh, well, here's something we could all use. Uh, the boxed wine company Franzia is now selling a wine dispensing backpack. Look at this thing. Yeah! Maybe it's just me, but I'm waiting for something a little more professional, like a whiskey dispensing briefcase. I'm pretty sure that's the first backpack that's for teachers, not students. <laughs> Some entertainment news. During the coronavirus, uh, due to the coronavirus, soap opera actors are doing kissing scenes, but with mannequins. <laughs> it's a little distracting. We'll watch this. Kiss another mannequin rolled in and said, Rodrigo, how could you? That's my twin. <laughs> well, this is 
crazy. A family of a missing hiker in England got a pretty great surprise this week. Check this out. An 80-year-old Englishman who went missing during a hike was found safe after he walked in on the news conference his family set up to try and find him. Meanwhile, his wife folded the insurance paperwork and was like, oh, good, he's back. Thanks. Thank God. Yeah, authorities were relieved while Democrats were like, Mr. Biden, where the hell have you been? And finally, this is going viral. Last night in Tennessee, there was a pretty interesting sighting. Watch this. There is a search underway for a tiger in Knox County. According to the sheriff's office, the deputy spotted the tiger in an industrial park last night. No other sightings have been reported. Even crazier today, the tiger showed up at a press conference about his disappearance. <laughs> if you see the tiger, be careful. It's considered especially dangerous ever since it got a hold of one of those Franzia backpacks. We have a great show for you tonight. The incredible Miley Cyrus is here. Miley Cyrus, we're calling on her, and then she's performing two songs for us later in the show. And we're doing something special with NFL superstars Russell Wilson, Christian McCaffrey, and DeAndre Hopkins. It's going to be good. Hey, guys, it can be hard to say goodbyes, but sometimes you have to. And there are a few things I'd like to say goodbye to right now. It's time for Go On Get. Go on, get, go on, get, go on, go on, go on. Go on, get, cone-shaped paper cups. Standard feature on drinkware. <laughs> now head on over to the water cooler and pour yourself a big glass of gear. <laughs> Go on, get people named Jeff who spell it G-E-O-F-F. -F. Yeah, I know it's pronounced Jeff, but when I see it on paper, my brain reads yeah. <laughs> I feel like a dang fool. Nice to meet you, Jeff. Now go on, get. Dang it. <laughs> Go on, get people who harmonize when they're singing happy birthday. If this birthday ain't about you, this ain't the voice. At least now I know what to get you for your birthday. Singing lessons. Do right me, Faso Lati, get.
Thank you. 